I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In a week that saw new or I guess existing MMOs make their way to the West, one thing prevented them from going to the West, Matt, because you know what the West is? Forbidden. Horizon. I thought we were talking about the sea people again. Oh, no, not yet. We're not there yet. Down with the sea people, just so we're clear. But yes, Horizon Forbidden West has come to distract all of us from Lost Ark and Star Wars. And give me a break before WoW 9.2. It is the year of the MMO. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not quite yet. Hey, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly, weekly roundup of news and commentary. That we shove down your brain gullet. And anything else that might pique our interest. Think about that. Brain gullet. What is that? I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what a brain gullet is. It's a, the, it's a brain mouth. The reason I kept laughing before I could say anything is because I kept almost starting it with, in a world. And I was like, I can't do that <laughs> because it's not it's not a thing. Uh, I was watching a 90s movie trailers the other day. And Ooh. I was just like, I There's miss. a lot of worlds. I miss that that movie trailer voice guy. Arnold Schwarzenegger is. <laughs> no, my tortillas. <laughs> my tortillas. Get in the chopper. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we're doing a we're doing a gaming podcast. <laughs> gaming podcast. Yeah. That if you have no tortillas and you also agree to be down with the sea people. No, you agree. Down with the sea people. Don't be down. Don't be Don't down. Don't be down. With, with yeah, the sea you're, yeah, yeah. Down with the sea people. No allying of the sea people. But in the meantime, there are new releases, such new. as Call of Duty Warzone Season Two. Apparently, more Warzone. In Fernax. For the PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection for the Switch. Stabby, stabby, sneaky, sneaky. Collecty, collecty. There you go. Number five. (laughs) You've played the game. Number five. King of Fighters 15. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Are you the king of fighters? Number six. The Sims 4. 
My Wedding Stories DLC. Also releasing in Russia. Also not releasing in Russia. Also releasing in Russia. They pivoted. Yes. <laughs> EA did or Russia did? Uh, I don't know Which one who. balked first? Did Russia I don't make know. gay I just saw, marriage legal or did EA... I just saw, hey, not releasing Russia and said, okay, I don't care. And then shortly thereafter, I saw, actually, it is releasing Russia. I said, okay, yeah, still, I don't care. I would be so impressed, and this is not the case, but I'd be unbelievably impressed that people in in Russia clamored so hard for Sims that they got legal change to make gay marriage legal. Yeah, I because mean, that's, that's the reason it wasn't releasing initially. That's this is what they were going to invade the Ukraine about. Still might number seven, <laughs> too too soon. A little touch and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like a little bit of a touch and go situation. Uh, we'll play by ear. Number seven, Total War Warhammer three. Oh, that's for the PC. If you want to play that scenario out early, and number eight, Horizon Forbidden West, for the PlayStation's. It's forbidden, so naturally, we're going there. It's forbidden. It, funny enough, and you'll find this out soon. It's not a spoiler, so it, in in the game, it's just called the Forbidden West. So it's not like it's the West and forbidden is an ominous. They just, uh, yeah, it's the it's, it's the forbidden West. Mm-hmm. The same way that these are like the blue cliffs. That's the forbidden West. Yeah. What of what of it? It's what we named it. <laughs> West. Yeah, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I would love nothing more than a hard Brooklyn accent to show up in that game. Like there's a settlement that's all just like hard Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. Please, just random migrated people that you come across in one encampment that are like, "Hey, <laughs> you can I can I make this my home? You people are my favorite. <laughs> Finally, my people." Oh. Why, are these, why are these machines gotta be coming in here shooting our stuff? Yeah, the machines. <laughs> yeah, why, why are they Morpheus? The machines. <laughs> take this pill, Neo, if you want to do one thing, or take this one and do the other. No, I don't remember the options. Matrix Four sucked. You have the first I news mean, story, by the way. Not to like. Uh, this is the way. Um, Funny enough, I used that image for a project. Interesting. I used not not that this is the way image, but I needed to change the logo of something, mm. and I found that logo, but dressed up as Mando, and it said "This is the way" in it, and I went, "Yep, using it." There you go. There you go. Number one RPG. Lost Ark RPG. It's like an MMORPG, right? Uh, that isn't that. Lost Ark is an MMO. Yes. MMO are pigeonsle. Are pigeons. Uh, Lost Ark has surpassed 1.3 million concurrent users since its launch on February 11th, making it one of Steam's most played games by player numbers. Lost Ark initially launched in South Korea in 2019 before partnering with Amazon Games to see a Western release across the U.S. and Europe this month. Lost Ark. Hot. Quite hot in the streets. Quite hot in the streets. I, uh, I uh, Did you play oh. it? 
That was weird. That was really a little, weird. little glitch in the Matrix right there. Uh, yes, so I did play it. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to because I wasn't like enthralled with the the beta experience. I wasn't like over the moon with it. Yeah. Um, but you know how that naturally goes. you didn't listen to yourself and you no, it. never do. Uh, <laughs> you know I don't I don't know if I should really if I'm gonna really be into this game. What it's free? Yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll throw an entire weekend into it. <laughs> so I played all of Saturday and most of Sunday. <laughs> okay, there it is. Um. I got to level 35, I believe. 50 being the soft cap, 60 being the hard cap. I just had a great idea for an episode. Oh, of things we'd never film? Yes. We rank every single MMO. Yes. See? Great idea. Do we have to play all of them? What do Um, we do with, like, the ones we never touched, like City of Heroes? I mean, that's a loaded question. Does City of Villains fall under City of Heroes? I played DCEU. Does that count? I don't know. I think there would have to be a decision. I mean, if we we used it as a filler episode, we could just, like, pull up a video of it on on YouTube or something and watch it while we're talking about it. Because, like, a lot of them we could probably breeze through. But anyways, you played it over the weekend, Sunday, Saturday. Yeah, that, Sunday, the day of the Lord. I was trying to think of what that list would even be. That list would be absolutely massive. Um, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, of course, uh, day of the Lord, uh, the Lord of the Ark, mm-hmm. which unfortunately it was lost. I'm working on that. The it it is what it is. I got to 35, and I went. That's enough for me. Okay. I I got my fill of like what? blitzing through some combat and stuff, but I know what the end game is, and it's. N- and other than the fact that it does have the end game that I want, like it has dungeons and it has uh, like kind of raids and I think it has some PvP and stuff like that. When it comes to how they do their gearing, that's the part of stuff that I don't like. Um, but it's just that's typical of a lot of Korean MMOs. And I say a lot. My only true experience is BDO and BDO does something very similar where you hit a soft level cap and then to hit your next level after that takes an absolutely ridiculous amount of experience. So like 1 to 50, even though you don't start at 1, 1 to 50, we'll say it's like 45, it's not, but we'll say it's 45 million total experience, right? 50 to 51 is also 45 million experience. So it's like a exponential increase and not a linear. Yeah, like basically your 50 to 60 will, will take you months. Yeah. And also the way you do gear... So you get a piece of gear that you want, and then you're rolling to upgrade it. And the higher you get, the less the chance of success to do that upgrade is. So you basically start XCOMing your gear. And I get annoyed at XCOM when I have a 97% chance with a shotgun from one square away, and I miss. I'm not doing that on MMO gear. (laughs) Yeah. Are there ways around it? Sure. But it it just, it's not my Do you pay money? As a I way th- around it, not I. You could pay real money, but I th- I believe you can do it like with the, the if it's similar to BDO, and I again didn't look too far into it once I knew that this was what it was. But BDO, like what Todd was doing, was rather than upgrading his own gear, he was farming all the time and had enough stuff where he had a giant income pool 
and then he would just buy the next version mm-hmm. from the auction house or whatever. Like somebody else that had already taken all the time to chant that it would exist, mm-hmm. and then he would just he would build up the money to then just buy it versus you know rolling it himself into obli- uh, into oblivion. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I was like, yeah, I don't. One's a defined that. goal; the other one's a yeah. And if it'll you, happen when it happens, and if you like doing that, fine. That's not me. That's not my style. I can't. Not how I function. No. Not how I function in in MMOs, especially not how I function when I'm playing 30 other games. Yeah. Because I play yeah. so much, I can't sit in those games to take advantage of I'm the really other ways. I'm really surprised that those MMOs find success in the West because I feel like that's the... I feel like they're is a clear difference between in the in the way that we there, approach games. There like, definitely is, but I think that their success is relative. I'm not saying that they don't find success, but I'm saying that their success is relative to like other games where yeah. if they did if they did the West approach of their same game without that, they would be unbelievably more popular, I think. Yeah, I mean 1.3 million concurrent users is a lot, but that might be what it peaks at, and it'll just dwindle down to nothing. New world, set, new world set records too. That's what I was gonna say. A la New World, which is for all purposes a, a dead game. Yeah, which is crazy. which that one also though is is different. Yeah, yeah, I Lost Ark will continue to have a player base that is larger than New Worlds for a very long time, but Lost Ark has already been out for a while. Mm-hmm. They're not jumping into. They're just jumping into a new region, not a new game. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, New World went. Here's an idea, and then <laughs> forgot that was story one, and I have number two because you know that's how that's how this works. Counting, it's hard sometimes. I, honestly, it's not even counting. It's just to me, to you, to me, to you. It's just that, which apparently is. I, I think it's a British joke, but I don't. I don't understand their own reference. Does that make sense? I think it's from a show or from a a, a comedy duo over there mm. that they have a sketch that say like to me, to you, to me, to you, and then I see it referenced in other like sketch Sounds shows. Very British, yeah, I see it referenced in sketch shows, but I have no idea what they're referencing. So I'm like, I mm. can't really use it. I say as I reference a lot of things I don't understand. Number two, Valve are un. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, they are unimpressive. <laughs> True, Valve are impressing people with their openness of openness about the Steam Deck. I've got to fix my mouth in order to read. I don't know what it is, but we start the podcast and like my my tongue just decides it doesn't want to work. It's been like it's been like uh, the past like three or four weeks. It's been like that. Yeah, drugs, man. Hell of a thing. They mm-hmm. made a few unusual moves this week. First, they made the device available to reviewers for complete teardowns with support from Valve, including in-house data. Second, they released the CAD files for the external shell of the handheld. Finally, they've partnered with iFixit to provide tutorials and replacement parts for repairing your device if need be. Uh, I think this is the part of Valve going, fuck it. There's, there's that they've ha- always had that part of them where they're like, screw it, we're the best. Let's just do it. Who cares? Wh- who's gonna touch us? Nobody. It kind of makes sense when you look at Valve because Valve doesn't like to deal with like bullshit, 
and having to su- repair and support a device yeah. is like bullshit. So they're just like, ah, we'll just literally make everything available yeah. and everyone will be happy about it. And we won't have to like deal with constantly repairing people's devices or like yeah. hey, having to send, like. We sent out the test kits. What do you want to know about it? Yeah. Okay. Here's your answer. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, ooh, well, when it's docked, it runs at 4K, 70 frames, and then you go look at it, and, oh, it's actually running at 2.5K and 63 frames. It's like, no, like, what do you like? What do you want? Like, this is how we did it. This is how we did it. See yeah. if you can recreate it. Okay, cool. I relied uh, solely on the Gamers Nexus review of it, and uh, they basically, they are notoriously harsh on hardware, and they loved it because it was, like, super accessible it used a limited number of like different screws. Like it used like a couple different screw types and that's it. And um, it's designed super well, I guess. And the fact that like it actually does cool better and function better with the case on. And um, there's a whole slew of other stuff that they liked about it. But... I mean, honestly, you won me over with non-proprietary screws. Yeah, right. That's kind of a wild thing, but like that that alone is like them just giving the old two finger salute to Apple. Yep. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, definitely a cool device. I don't have a use for it, so uh that's unfortunate, but you know, save save 5 or 600 dollars and not needing it. Yeah, the I, I it's the same thing. I kind of want to have a use case for it, but I I don't. Yeah. So maybe next. Honestly, time. I could probably buy one of those easier than a graphics card, though. At this point, for being honest, that's very true. Just play WoW on that. Very true. Play WoW on the Steam. I deck. see all the um, pre-builds <laughs> coming up for sale, and like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it probably is looking more and more tantalizing. It is as time goes on, but uh, every time because so there's a company called Main Gear. Okay, Main Gear. The reason I know about Main Gear is because they built Quick's computer, Mike okay. Barra's computer, and I started looking at their pre-builds after he got his, and he's like, oh, "Works for me." And I was looking at their pre-builds, and I was like, "They have everything that I would want," and they do like the. Um, like, you know, you can finance it out and whatever, so I wouldn't have to eat the entire upfront payment. And I just keep looking at it like, oh, man, so tempting. But, eh. Wait a little longer. That's that's still where I'm at. It's like I... Wait till the absolute, like, last minute, which is probably going to be, like, your card dying or something. Yeah, it's going to... It would basically be... If my computer broke right now... Yeah. Anytime soon, there is an immediate. My phone's getting pulled out, and I'm having a computer here within a week. Yeah, you can't like. I can't function without that. Yeah, I would have that replaced unbelievably fast. Yeah, or, that would be like a, I would let you borrow my graphics card because I don't even turn my. I barely turn my computer on during the week. Yeah, <laughs> and I know like you can't function without yours. No, so I'd be like, eh, you can borrow this. I mean. Technically, could I function without it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. but it would be, you'd be but, miserable. It's just well, like here's the thing: it, I would only be functioning without like without it because I knew that the fix was on the way. Yeah. Whereas, like yeah. immediately, my phone would be out. I would have ordered what I wanted and said, "This is fine," and I'll see it in a week. I need to. I need to make it through a week. It's like if you so, broke your moment, cell phone or something. Yeah. At the moment, I have Verizon, so it'd be okay. 
I have things to play that aren't on the PC. I just hope that they're not like lying about all the the shortages and stuff getting better throughout the year. I don't want to revert uh, like point you to a meme, but it is my favorite meme and I it is actually my profile picture at work. Shocked Pikachu face. Yeah. Because anytime something like that gets said, oh, I hope they're not lying. I was like, yeah, I hope so too. But that's going to be my face when they tell well, me that everything did not go according to their plan. I'm going to go. You hope for the best. You prepare for the worst. Exactly. Hey, my uh, you know, my computer's acting real slow. <laughs> no shit, really? <laughs> I've I've come close to just sending that to some stupid responses. <laughs> Hey, do you, do you know why like the the power's out? No. <laughs> what the hell do I look like? National Grid? <laughs> the Texas? What am I? The yeah, Texas, I, I turned I it Texas off. Grid? I just turned it off. I wasn't feeling it anymore. Yeah, I don't want to do anything, so I just went and flipped the breakers. What? All right, number three, Haven Studios co-founder Sebastian Poole. Has left the company. Uh, Haven was founded. Yes. Okay. Having spent 15 years with Ubisoft, Poole left the Assassin's Creed maker in June 2019 and went on to become a general manager of Google Stadia Games. In May last year, Poole was among six Stadia staff that left the firm to join Haven, founded and headed by fellow Stadia and Ubisoft executive Jade Raymond. Haven Studios has yet to release their first game, and there's no word about what Pool is doing next. That is the first exit. Mark it, and it is marked. Uh, if we get the timeline of Haven Studio creation first exit, uh, I'll take next exit in two months. All right, there you go. And then they will just increase after that. Yeah, and then we'll we'll put... This is going to sound so offensive. We'll put uh, about seven months from now, the studio closing, Jade Raymond getting hired somewhere else, and everybody going, it'll be different this time, we swear. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Sony is giving players of Horizon Forbidden West a reason to trophy hunt. As part of its Play and Plant initiative, Sony will plant a tree for every player who receives the Reached the Daunt trophy in the game. In partnership with the Arbor Day Foundation, Sony will contribute to three reforestation projects in the U.S. Douglas County Forest, Sheep Fire Private Lands, and Torreya State Park. Those are three hell of a names. Uh, Players will have until 25th of March to earn the trophy, which is unlocked early on as part of the main story. I don't know that I've done it yet. It's estimated that 288,000 trees are required to complete each reforestation project. With the estimated sales of Horizon Forbidden West, Sony may have to finish the projects. Sony is also supporting similar ecological projects across the world to promote the game. In the UK, the Eden Project Biomes. What the fuck? In the UK, the Eden Project Biomes Dome in Cornwall will be lit up 
to reflect Aloy's shield wing, and a 12-acre wildflower habitat will be planted in Lancashire. PlayStation France is also taking part in the tree planting project, and I believe there's a place in Italy that erected an Aloy statue. Uh, I ask you, Matt, as you haven't played the game yet, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) So I get all the references. I get like I get the the Earth like tie in. Yeah. But the <laughs> the just all of a sudden all of this other stuff is also happening and it's all a tie in. What the fuck is going oh, on? I don't know. I just like oh yeah, Sony's doing this now. They're doing this and then they're doing this over here and this random country and this with this uh, forestation thing is doing this and then this thing over here. I'm like. What the? I d- None of these things, as far as I was concerned, existed until the game came out, and now I've learned more about ecological, like reforestation or whatever projects in five minutes. Reading that story, Sony wanted to plant some trees, I guess. I don't know, but it's not just that. It's the end of the sentence where the Eden Project of Biomes Dome yeah, in Cornwall. So- Cornwall has a thing called. The Eden Project Biomes Dome. I think they're the Eden Project Bi- <laughs> Eden Project Biomes, but they're domes. They have multiple? Yeah. I'm more concerned. I, I love or that jealous. Word. Not really biomes. concerned. I'm jealous. Biomes. To be said, to be, will be lit up to reflect Aloy's shield wing, which, guess what? No one knows what that is. Like, like on the passerby side, I yeah, yeah. Obviously, everybody that plays the game knows what it is. But like, no one's gonna be walking by and be like, "Oh, oh it's like a shield wing." Yeah, that's that's a little shield wing. That's a good tie-in. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like, what? No, I have no idea. I don't know, man. Plant some trees, grow some flowers. Also, what does it mean? PlayStation France is also taking part in the tree planting. Are is all of PlayStation France just planting trees? I was, I would assume that they have their own tree planting projects going in, but you know we're we don't care about those because we're in the U.S. So, do they plant baguettes? Do baguettes grow from trees? Amazing! I would I would take a baguette tree. I would take a croissant tree. Croissant. Croissant. I love croissants, but the problem with them. What are you American? The problem with them is they are flaky as fuck, and they're greasy. They don't make good, like, you know, I'm in a hurry for work food, which is my life. Game publisher, Nacon. <laughs> You're almost just like, I couldn't, I couldn't see you because I was looking at my phone, obviously, but I could feel almost like the eyes of like, do you want to add anything? <laughs> no, you're just looking at your phone. Okay, fine. I'm moving on. <laughs> Game publisher, Nacon. Nikon, Nikon, I'm going to go with Nikon, announced that it has acquired game developer, oh my god, is it Daedalic? 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 Yes. I don't like it. The word or? The word. But you're right. It looks dumb. Daedalic Entertainment. I mean, the beginning of that is how you'd spell Daedric. I know, that's why I don't like it, because I, I want to say Daedric, but it's uh. not like, it's far enough away from that that it's not oh don't worry we'll talk about the Daedric Princess in 18 years when that new Elder Scrolls comes out because they can't fucking get away from the Daedric Princess they can't anyway sorry I'm I'm, I'm 
I'm not. I, I'm continue. wondering what I'm like. Don't we're, we're yeah. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't want to speculate it on a game that we've seen a, a literal title card for, and that's it. Yeah. All right. The deal includes thirty six point three million dollars in cash, with the overall price totaling sixty point two million. The transaction is slated to close in twenty twenty two. A data like entertainment was founded in 2007 and the company has published and developed a slew of titles, but none you've probably heard of uh, later this year. The company is expected to launch the Lord of the Rings Gollum with Nacon publishing the game, which I don't think looked that bad. Like visually, it's a style. It is a style. I think it can be tweaked and like refined, mm-hmm. but as a first pass, it wasn't that bad. No, I mean it the, wasn't Master Chief live action offensive. Which which I mean is a low bar. We'll come back to that. Are we talking about the fact that it got renewed for season two before it we came out? Uh, we're going to, yeah. Uh, I mean that was just it. It got renewed already for season I two. I don't want to take away your story, but I got annoyed when I read that. That's right. I got super annoyed too. I'm like this hot garbage. I literally that you're saw... trying to shovel into my fucking eyeball sockets. <laughs> saw the tweet coming across my phone of like season two has been greenlit and they haven't even released season one. And I went, cool. The, the balls industry, were full of morons. Well, you know, it, everything's got to be a fucking reboot or a sequel at this point. Oh, Wait. sequel. Give it another one. We got to build universes. Yeah, meta, Ign- metaverse. Ignore the fact that Halo literally has. So many universes inside of it, not counting seven games. Sorry, sorry, nine games. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Two Halo Wars. Anyway, so yeah, I'll be interested to see the Lord of the... I'm curious just to see what they do with it anyway. For some reason, I don't have any interest in Lord of the Rings games. So I say I say that same thing, that on principle, I don't have any interest. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the Harry Potter game than I am this game. Yeah. And that should tell you everything you need to know, because I make fun of and legitimately dislike Harry Potter at this point. Which is, like, weird, though, because you'd think, like, I don't know. like That there's... I legitimately dislike and make fun of it, or that I'm more excited for that game? I, which I don't which know. Which one's why... more confusing? <laughs> I don't understand why... I slash we are like have an aversion to Lord of the Rings games because like it makes sense. They make sense as games like have here's, that universe to have games, but it's just like, here's why I think we have the aversion to them as games because one, we don't think that any, it's hard to just, if you're going to tell the story, you're going to tell the movie anyway. Yeah. You you're not going to put me as a random player in that world. It's just it it's entirely weird unless you're going to do a Lord of the Rings MMO, which mm-hmm. has existed. Yeah. But at that point you still need to hit all the beats of hitting all the characters we all know and being interactable as NPCs and blah yeah. blah blah. But like every time you're going to tell a story, we've already ran through them all majority of time in the movies where Harry Potter wise don't have us play as Harry. We're yeah. another wizard at Hogwarts. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you go, oh, you're just another dwarf in the in the party following along with Bilbo or whatever. Like, no, I know all of them. There's there's not like 
oh, who's number random dwarf number 14? Like, no, we know all their names. We know. Yeah, I guess this, that's the failing of the Lord of the Rings, because if you take out the characters, you don't have, like. It's just a generic fantasy world. Yeah. And I love the fantasy world. I, that It is it very interesting. So it is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, it's just I don't. I would have almost rather seen this have been like a hour and a half into the Spider-Verse, like full feature production type mm-hmm. of thing versus a playthrough of it, I guess. Yeah. I, again, still be interested to see like what it ends up actually being upon release. I'll be more, I'll be following it closer at that point, but I still probably won't have any interest in playing it. Yeah. At least Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor were different concepts on a different timeline that made them interesting enough to be in Lord of the Rings, but not in Lord of the Rings, if that makes sense. Obviously, they're in Lord of the Rings, but Mm -hmm. it's in a time that is not popular based on the movies. Yeah, it's like adjacent to... Yeah, so you get to be in that world, but you could also just play that entire game and not think you were in the world at all. Number six, according to a report from the Wall Street Journal, federal investigators have widened probes into how Activision... Why do you widen a probe? Into how Activision Blizzard's leadership dealt with misconduct claims. Wall Street Journal reports that the Securities and Exchange Commission has subpoenaed multiple company directors to find more information regarding the company's response to workplace issues. You want to talk about getting mad at Datalik? And you gave me the word subpoenaed, which is really weird to look at. Subpoenaed, yeah, it is. Yeah, now you mention it, it is weird to look at. Oh, it's super weird to look at. I mean, I know what it is, but it's just weird to look at. Hmm. It has also subpoenaed multiple police departments in Los Angeles for any records relating to Bobby Kotick, as well as 18 other current and former employees. The recent subpoena to Activision employees is dated January 18th, the same day that Microsoft announced its intent to acquire the publisher for 687 Billion dollars. The subpoena to the Los Angeles Police Department is dated January 20th. Ooh, interesting. Two days later. Ooh. Ooh, shocking. Uh, more shocking. Why did you delete number seven? Uh, it was empty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Uh, there was nothing there, and I was like, why did I leave a random number in there? Okay, let me hit that. Fucked your, fucked your whole plan up, didn't I? I just glanced down and I was like, that's really weird. Um, <laughs> all right, man, we're widening probes. Yeah, more more investigations. Weird phrase to use when you want to talk about uh, assault misconduct. Listen, Is sex a- sells. <laughs> Widen those probes. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not even going <laughs> to. Oh, there were too many easy wow jokes in there. Widen the probes. Hey. Remember when? Oh, you weren't saying hey to me. Sorry. Not kind of was. Hey, remember when Ubisoft put up a big fight to stay independent when Vivendi tried to buy them? Hey, yeah, we covered that. We sure did. Well, Ubisoft may be having second thoughts. In its third quarter earnings release, Ubisoft brought up the issue of consolidation in the industry immediately before emphasizing that, quote, Ubisoft's assets have never been so strong at a time when the value of assets has never been so high. End quote. Um, I, want... I beg to differ. 
I'm with Matt on that statement. And then I want whatever drugs they're doing. Yeah, cocaine. Uh, when asked in a post-earnings conference call if that meant now would be a good time to sell, CEO Yigimo said, quote, We have always taken our decisions in the interest of our stakeholders, which are our players, employees, and shareholders. So Ubisoft can remain independent. We have the talent, the industrial, and the financial scale, and a large portfolio of powerful IP. Having said that, if there were an offer to buy us, the board of directors would, of course, review it in interest of all stakeholders, end quote. Double speak right there. Uh, later in the call, the executives were asked why Ubisoft hasn't yet received an offer given the value of its IP. CFO Frederick Duguet said, quote, We will not speculate on why people haven't made any offer. Here, Gimol interjected to specify if any offer was made, end quote. Uh, Duguet continued, absolutely, so I can't comment on that any further. What we can say is that we mentioned, can say is, as we mentioned, we have high-value assets. We have the scale to remain independent and create very meaningful value in the future because we have scale in terms of the workforce as well as engineering, technology, IPs, and totally engaged communities, end quote. Um, also, of interest, of note, uh, Skull and Bones is in next fiscal year's lineup, and their CA- CFO said he's satisfied with the game's progress. All right, here we go. I'm going to, again, save Ubisoft. Okay. Fire your CFO. Okay. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> okay. Smoking too much crack. There is no technical way that you can tell me that you are satisfied with the game's progress that in seven years in a three rebuilds that you're like, yeah, we're doing just fine. Everything's on track. Excuse me. Not to mention. You have Eve coming in and saying. Uh, we were not going to speculate if any offer was made after he clearly said that nobody's talked to us. Yeah. Eve's like, hey, hey uh, you're already selling us short. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy how how much uh, Ubisoft's value in in my mind has fallen. Right, and it it hurts me to think of it in this way that you have very passionate Eve who wants nothing but the best for that company from everything that we've seen him say or be a part of or anything is that he has that passion of, like, wants that as a, like, type of family thing to thrive. Mm-hmm. But now he's being surrounded by the bastard uncles and cousins in his C-suite that are just trying to murder it. You have the CFO that now sounds like an idiot making these comments. You have, uh, what was the guy, was it the CTO? The guy that was mouthing off about the NFT shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have him. Also in that same level, mouthing off about other shit that he he doesn't understand. It's like what Ubisoft you, you guys has, are just constantly shooting yourselves in your foot with your higher ups. Ubisoft has good IP, and they have a shit ton of a, of workforce as far as like studios go. Both true. What they clearly lack is direction. 
like leadership and direction. Yes. Whoever's making the calls to determine, oh, let's make this game or, oh, let's take the company in this direction or let's have like this be the structure of the game or whatever. Those people are like upper management and middle management probably is where it lays, but really rough, really rough. Which is unfortunate because Ubisoft is like a powerhouse and could be spectacular. And it is kind of surprising considering maybe it's a regulatory thing. Um, well, I guess it's it speaks for itself based on what Sony said about live services. But the fact that they went for Bungie for $3.6 billion, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. When they could have got Ubisoft for five. I think uh, Ubisoft is currently valued at $5.7 billion. Right. You bought one game. Yeah, you bought, you bought one, one studio. One game in experience mm-hmm. for $3 billion, and you could have bought 12 or more IPs with 30 okay. different support studios, mm-hmm. all with games ready to be coming out soon yeah. for a little bit more. Like, yeah. And who knows? You know, it's, it's Sony. That could still be in the works, maybe. True. That could be what Eve's hinting at. Like, oh, no, no, don't talk about if there's been an offer made because maybe, you know, he's making backdoor deals, literally just keeping a CFO in the dark, which would be classic Eve. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wonder if there's so like the Tom the Tom Clancy thing. I wonder how those rights work. Yeah, because of the estate. Yeah, like I'm wondering if because a lot of these like big rights uh, thing, like they have clauses to where if like the company gets sold then the rights revert back to well the, i think technically the tom clancy estate still owns them anyway they're licensing them yeah i'm pretty sure pretty sure i'm not 100 percent positive on that but i'm pretty sure skull and bones um so what do you think do you think it is going to come out uh uh, next fiscal year. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I don't even know what it's going to look like. I, like, I don't even know what the game is anymore. The the absolute balls they would have to have to walk that out at E3 this year to show it for next year. So we're getting towards the end of the dock where more of this is happening, but that seems to be the general trend. There's a few games that get dropped as people saying, oh, it, it, could, it's, it could be coming out this year. And I'm like... You can't see me because there's no video, but I just made the face of like, excuse me. That that is a pretty good uh, sound bite to put to his face. So okay, yeah. You what? <laughs> you what? So let's talk about number nine then, which is actually number eight. Veterans. Really bitter about the numbering thing. I'm not really bitter. I just couldn't remember what you did for your last one, so okay. I, I reverted. Mm, sure, sure. Listen, you know when I'm bitter about something that's <laughs> minimal compared to what I'm actually angry about. The fact that Skull and Bones is getting set is going <laughs> to... Don't get me going. Number nine, uh, Veterans of CD Projekt Red. My tablet went to sleep. Are launching a new studio called Rebel Wolves. I see what they did there. Rebel Wolves. Yeah, there's a couple like inside jokes there. Ha ha ha, witchers. And they gave some details about their first game to The Verge. It'll be, quote, a dark fantasy story-focused open-world AAA RPG, end quote. And overall, the game will have a similar scope to the Blood and Wine expansion for The Witcher 3, but will be far more non-linear. That is roughly 26 hours worth of content. So... That's a hell of an undertaking for your first game. Um, They do have, like, their staff and founders and everything are like, it's not your, your, uh, you know, your, your grunts of CD Projekt Red. I believe one was uh, uh, the game director for The Witcher 3. One was the writer for Cyberpunk. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Sure, that gives them a better base starting point. Mm-hmm. But you're still climbing Everest. Yeah. No matter sure. which base camp you start at, it's still a shit show of a journey. Yeah. Dead bodies along the way. Lots of poop. Lots of shit. Lots of yaks. Dead yaks? Yakin? Yakety sack. Don't talk back. <laughs> Oh fuck! You ever hear that when you're climbing Everest? Oh my god! You imagine if you heard that on Everest, like, would you just start panicking? If you heard, I mean, I would assume that I'm suffering from oxygen deprivation. (laughs) If you, yeah, you start panicking. (laughs) If you, I know, I'm not the panic type person when I'm about to die. I'm just like, like, ah, well, that sucks. About time. It was a good run. I just, (laughs) no, it wasn't. Just picture, come on, picture you just halfway up a mountain. It's just really cold, and you're like, oh yeah, just kind of going, and then you just. You hear it, but like off in the distance, almost like it's 
like being played on a saxophone like way out in the and you just hear and you're like is that did anybody else hear that Benny Hill music <laughs> and somebody and you know two people with you are going to say no but the third guy's going to go yeah i've been hearing it for a while <laughs> and you're going to then then you have a bonding moment you're like are we insane <laughs> are we the baddies oh yeah good old peep show reference um but it's it's similar to not like the Haven stuff, but it's the stuff you see from everybody leaving from Blizzard to go make their own studios or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're taking on some smaller ideas first. You guys drop the idea that you want a dark folk, whatever, dark fantasy story focus, doesn't matter. Open world AAA RPG. There's like this interesting... AAA is Horizon. Yeah. There's this like interesting, so you have your consolidation going on, but you also have all these people who are all this talent who are leaving the large corporations to start yeah, new studios. Have, it's it's you, it's you, like the circle of life. You have a you have a consolidation by name, but not number. Does yeah, that make sense. Yeah. So you you yes, all the big names are getting thrown into one house, but a lot of their big talent is walking away to go. You know what? There are many gardens like this one, but this one's mine. Yeah, which is funny because like it, it is like a circle of life thing, and a lot of these are backed by big money, like you know, whoever. And it's just it's just like an in, infusion of money into the game industry right now because they're like, oh wait, this industry is worth billions and billions of dollars. What happens if we start pumping more money into it? Which is fine. Give me more games. I'm cool with that. Uh, says the man that plays three a year. <laughs> I don't know just, why just, you're just, just airing my dirty laundry like that. Just I like to look at the shiny because things. Because you put your dirty laundry in my living room. Okay, well, I like to look, and it's just unfortunate that I cannot touchy-touchy. Listen, I love to look, too, and I'm the one that can touchy-touchy, and I still can't touchy-touchy, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, and so, that's why he plays thirty-five no. video games a year. Wow, on the low side, he tells me tells me I'm rude. Hits me with that <laughs> truth. Uh, for anybody that's curious, if you need to picture what Matt's doing in that scenario when he gives me this, sh- 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 just picture smothering an old person with a pillow, and then constantly just sh- 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 go to sleep, go to sleep, and, and just I'll smothering be somebody over with soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put some crazy eyes in your image of Matt and just him smothering me with a pillow. Uh, number nine. Newegg says it oh, will see, now. Now. He, now <laughs> like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Newegg says it will now accept returns on open box CPUs and motherboards with no questions asked, according to a report by Windows Central. Uh, this comes after popular PC hardware review YouTube channel. That's a mouthful. Gamers Nexus posted videos claiming Newegg knowingly stole, sold them a defective open box motherboard and then refused them a refund. It was a whole thing. I don't know if you followed any of it. I didn't realize Newegg got so shitty. Haven't been in the game. The PC they, building they, game. Yeah, I haven't been in the game, but everything I've been seeing coming out of this has been a shit show. Um, All I knew I, is that their monitor return policy was garbage. Yeah, I've also known that. 
but I've never bought monitors from them. The uh, the funny thing, I don't know, uh, and I don't know what came of it because I wasn't paying. It. I didn't f- care to follow it that far. Uh, but Nexus went like was flying out, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, you guys have gone off the deep end. <laughs> That's a, I had the same thought actually. I was like, okay, crazies. I was like, all right, I guess that's how you handle that in 2022. Sure, see what happens. Just showing up at the front door. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, right. I appreciate the balls. Like, yeah, and like they, you're they, like the the you're not going to ignore me mentality. But yeah. at the same time, but it's apparently, you know, story. they had already gone through you know months of dealing with things and getting lied to and backed down and like had gotten lawyers involved and had mm-hmm. had warned them that they were going to do it so it wasn't yeah. like they were jumping them type of thing so it's like mm-hmm. yeah i guess new egg changed the ownership a couple of years ago and that's when it went downhill well, yeah which i didn't really Sad realize to see, but... it it is i still like to use new egg for because i i like the way their their sites laid out as far as like products and stuff so it's nice to use it to like get a a lay of the land situation, but I just like it because they usually have a warehouse in New Jersey, so I can get things in two days. Yeah, even though it says seven day shipping or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always like a crapshoot, though. Like, are Small you getting bonus. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you getting it from the New Jersey warehouse? You getting it from the California warehouse? Where are we going here? Yeah. Oh, that weird North Dakota warehouse. Didn't even think you had one there. I guess. I guess when you can make all of North Dakota a warehouse, you put one there. Wow. Hate not North Dakota. Oh, sorry. Montana. Idaho. They got some stuff South going Dakota. for them. South Dakota. Nebraska. Yeah. What's, let, me, what, let, me, let me remind you the opposite what, uh, of North Dakota. Minnesota. Dakota. Minnesota. Minnesota, I Googled the other day. What, what there was to do in Minnesota. Go to a baseball game. Because uh, you you know, are you familiar with the Instagram account, uh, Cheap Old Houses? That... No. Okay, it's good. It's good. Uh, let's, let's, put it, it. let's put it multiple ways. Uh, I don't have Instagram, never will. That's fair. Two, that just keeps reminding every time you said that, which has only been once so far, now that I think about after I just. <laughs> so every time you say that, which is now once, we'll see if you say it again, uh, it makes me think of this old house. Well, what's the do? same cadence? And I just hear this old house, and then I hear Bob Vila. Mm hmm soft talking me through woodworking and it's just creepy so they they post houses that are cheap obviously that's their, their shtick i mean i would and hope that that's what their shtick was after they named themselves that they posted uh a house from minnesota that had like almost like a a great gatsby theme to it like a um in minnesota yeah in minnesota and that's the one of the least Gatsby places you could be other than North Dakota, listen, South Dakota. You're and following Montana. my thought, my training of thought here. All right. So Samantha showed it to me. And she's like, oh, let's move to Minnesota. Look at this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. What's to do in Minnesota? So I Googled it and I'm looking through it. And then I found out I remembered via Target Field. Oh, that's Target's headquarters. We can never go there. That's true. We would burn in hell. So there you go. Little insight we, into my life. If, if we that ever, was five minutes of Master Way's life. If we ever go to Target Field, we're going to basically come. I'm going to take a shit on the field. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Picture you going out in the middle of the field. The first Target, no, the first just Target logo you see, and you're going, "That's it, you and me." That's exactly it. And if I can't get to it, I will throw it like a dirty fucking monkey. <laughs> I'll show you that bullseye. 
right? People out here joking. joking. Bullseye will be my behole. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) Uh, Show you that brown bullseye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's other than so you'd have the twins. You'd have like Timberwolves. I think the wild are there. The Vikings, obviously, you'd have the Wild, which I think is their hockey team. So you'd have you'd have sports and everything to do, like in the city. Yeah. But again, if you aren't in the city, you know uh, what? You know, like I went to a couple websites, and literally all the lists were like uh, national parks or state parks. Yeah, which again, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to like Montana. Yeah, because then I can have my own park in my backyard because no one lives there. Now, dude, and I can go 110. The- I can go 110 down the road. We're getting into the the weeds here, but now like land in in Montana is like mad expensive. Yeah, I wonder why because everybody caught on to how good they had it. That not and, seeing that and all the for miles millionaires billionaires from other countries are like, oh, this will be good. Let me just buy this. Well, that and every country start having to keep up their persona that they're actually country by buying five hundred acres in the country, but then living constantly for I don't know. 11 and a half months out of the year in their LA home. Which is... Country music's a sham and you're all getting scammed. You're welcome. Anyway, show. Shall we continue? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Country... Me shitting on the entire genre of country music and the and the pandering that happens inside of it is what's going to draw I, your attention? I'm just like... I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay? I don't know what's going on. I just... Pandering. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, Tom Henderson. Number 11, he is a (laughs) a reliable leaker who has given us some info to ponder about the division Heartland. Here we go, people. Game still not out, had one technical test, and we're just going to start talking about it. The division heart it's Ubisoft. What the it's... fuck do you think we're gonna do? We can't. We're not gonna be able to play the goddamn game, so we just gotta talk about it. <laughs> the the issue <laughs> is that the division is like one of the things we can play. It'd be better if they were like the new Splinter Cell game, and then we'd be like, "Yep, that's not happening." Uh, uh, the division Heartland will take place in Silver Creek, with players setting up a base of operations inside an abandoned skating rink. Okay. As for gameplay, Heartland's main focus is Storm Mode, a PvPvE experience, somewhat similar to Escape from Tarkov or perhaps Hunt Showdown, if anybody remembers Hunt Showdown. Players will be tasked with surviving, looting, crafting, and battling both other players and AI enemies, also known as the uh, Dark Zone, uh, before getting to an extraction point. In addition to the main Storm Mode, there will be an extraction mode, which will essentially act as a tutorial focused strictly on PvE. As for Silver Creek, your base of operations will be where you can customize loadouts, matchmake, and buy and craft upgrades, mods, and weapons, etc. Uh, Certain prep items will give you a more significant advantage during games, including getting to choose where you start on the map. You can erect buff towers, which is to say that you get a buff, not that you <laughs> erect a buff tower. Yeah, that your buff, your tower's not swole, and more. 
uh, throughout each game, poison gas will spread from random locations around the map. Ooh, spooky. And there will be six classes of enemies, collectively called vultures, to take on. Oh, classes are flankers, grunts, heavies, sharps, hooters, and technicians. And let's be honest, I'm only taking on one, (laughs) and that is hooters. Uh. If I die to anything in that game, it will only be hooters. The other five are not allowed to kill me. There will be also three classes you can play as, including weapons expert, medic, and customer at Hooters. <laughs> and dirty old man wearing sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sweatpants, a beater, and a f- missing button flannel. Uh, so you can play as a weapons expert, medic, and survivalist. According to Henderson sources, Heartland is progressing well, according to probably their CFO as well, and may be revealed in full relatively soon. Uh don't put more of these. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind. And it's not this time I'm not even mad at you. Because I can't be mad <laughs> at time. you. I'm just mad at like Ubisoft. Because and, and, am I mad? Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, which is a good line. But no, I'm honestly, now I'm just angry. What are we angry about? Ubisoft. The th- like what they're doing? Or? Just just as a whole. They're squandering all of their good IP. Yeah. Because, again, back to your point, they have no good leadership. Any leadership they have is the equivalent of... I was going to make old references, but all the old references were back to being great leaders because that's what we were focused. That's what all those stories focused on. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, I can't remember the shit ones. <laughs> well, it's just like, I see, I read all this and I'm like, it's going to be, a, this can be, a, I can already tell it's going to be a garbage game. It's just a yeah, throwaway. Which, which again, it, that infuriates me as somebody who really loves what they could have done with the division universe. Yeah. And I was already annoyed at what they did in two. I'm I I am still annoyed when I think back to it. Now now that we've brought it up. Okay. It annoys me what they did in two. With uh the storyline? Yes. Yeah. Again, I like the idea that it's happening in other places of the world. I think it was a great move to go to DC. I think the gameplay was great. I think the main story was also good. I think everything checks out. Keener escapes in one, and you don't know where he's at. So you got to go now down to DC to deal with more fallout of like the same event. Mm -hmm. Okay, Keener's still out there, kind of dealing with that idea. Then, (laughs) and this is the part that infuriates me, you finish one, like the campaign for DC. Yeah. And Keener's never mentioned. And you're like, okay, that's that's whatever. Like, that honestly didn't bother me that much. The thing that bothered me more was there was one moment you do a mission in two. Why am I even talking about the Division 2? It's been how many years? There's one moment. Obviously, in, you need some sort of therapy. I need a lot of therapy. There's one moment in Division 2 where you walk into a room. I can't remember what if it's an actual mission or, like, a side mission. You walk into a room, like, the lights go out, and you end up fighting against this, this like, super-powered enemy, basically. Uh, like a cleaner or one of the, the so SWAT I think guys. It's like where they introduce like the hunters or whatever. 
It's, I don't like, even know if it's that because then he like just disappears, mm-hmm. and you never know who he was, and you never see him again. Yeah, I remember that. And it just ne- it never shows. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So again, weird just weird direction, right? Mm-hmm. To to not continue that idea that you had just this other, uh, super badass rogue agent just running around. Mm. Nothing. I. Oh, it's okay. a. It's just a dumb thing I saw. It's oh. just, all right. So you had this uh, potential other just crazy, super, like, powerful, badass guy just running around, but they don't even bring them up again. Yeah. Then they you kind of, like, wrap up one, and you're like, okay, cool, I've, I've liberated DC. And then you hear, oh, Keener's back in, in New York. So you show back up to New York, murder his little top four lieutenants or whatever that are supposed to be these legends in the idea. They all die like a bunch of bitches. Exactly. Then you fight Keener. And he dies like a little bitch. Who's supposed to basically be the Riddler of this universe. Where he's, you know, I saw eight steps ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, even if you were fighting him, you wouldn't have been fighting him. You would have been fighting a guy that looks exactly like him. And, you know, you would have had that moment of, like, oh, did I get him? No, it's not really him. Ah. And he's out on a boat, like, watching you and blows up everything behind you or something. Yeah. And then you have a little uh, Temple of Doom escape sequence. No, instead, you kill him, and that all ends. And then you get betrayed by the person you helped in D.C. Because they can't not have somebody betray you. And you're like, what the fuck? Not I, wasn't, she wasn't even a good villain. That's the part that kills me. It doesn't even make sense to have her be a, a villain. I was annoyed with the division, the the direction they took the division because, in retrospect, I feel like they they were laying down this like epic storyline, and then they Ubisoft decided, oh, we don't want to make these types of games anymore. We want to make like repetitive gameplay online like service games like your rainbow six extractions and your the division heartlands so they like all right how can we wrap this up and tie up all these loose ends and that's why you have your like quick like okay let's kill your keener real quick like all that stuff like it seems like at some point they pivoted and we're just like ah we kind of need to like like it almost would have been better to have keener be part of heartland as well yeah because you'd have the idea of he escaped New York City by boat, which would make sense. Didn't he? Didn't even go to DC. He ended up like brushing past DC, and then DC took it like took itself over. Because the, it, it, the entire idea of the the Black Friday event was not just New York; it was everywhere type of yeah. thing. So it's like he doesn't even have to go to DC. You don't have to have him there. Yeah, but, but I feel like they didn't want the idea of a giant overarching story because. It would be harder. This way, it's like a it's, it's harder. junk food. It's harder because they're flying by the seat of their pants the whole time because yeah. they never sat down and planned it out. Had they sat down and come up with something, they would have been much better off. Yeah. But wouldn't it would it not be better that at like one of the last DLCs of of two or something is you intercepting these radio communications from Keener? finding out that he's just sitting in the middle of the country in an abandoned farm somewhere, essentially. Oh, yeah, it'd definitely be a great idea to have your fucking IPs that are that share the same name be interlinked. Yeah. That would make complete sense. 
<laughs> but we're talking about Ubisoft here, all right? Oh, that's true. That's true. I forget. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The Division 1 and 2 related to The Division Heartland. Mind-blowing, Ubisoft. Mind-blowing. Too big for you. I We understand. Too hard. Too hard. Bad brain. That's a problem. I feel you. The the thing that kills me with the with their bad brain though in this specific instance is they purposely wrote one to have a continual story. Yeah, it is written to end and go. What happens next? Tune in next time to see what happens with Aaron Keener. Like they have it written to continue that story, and then they went anyway. So we fired all those writers and hired new ones to put write DC, and then they found out at the end of writing that about the other guy and went, "Oh shit! <laughs> what do you mean they had a whole story?" <laughs> Anyways, I started shooting. Yeah, they they fucking pulled J.J. Uh, 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 Abrams and Knives Out director. Yeah, uh, Ryan Johnson. Yes. Michael Bay as well? No? No, they both had elements of Michael Bay in there. Okay. Well, anyways, Ubisoft sucks. Uh, let's do some tune short in, stuff. Tune in next time to see if that status changed. Bunch of uh, questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on. Hey, hey, Netflix announced that it's working on a live-action Bioshock film. Hey, what were your thoughts? Uh, no. Netflix's right. uh, adaptation track record Not is less than ideal. Hey, man, you got to kill that second season of Cowboy Bebop so that way you can do Bioshock. Uh, speaking of less than ideal, Uncharted film director Ruben Flesher announced that he is in the process of adapting Jack and Daxter. Speaking of Uncharted, the movie currently has uh, this percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. Would you like to take a guess? Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. User or critic? Critic. Critic score. Some people did tell me that the critic... The, that they're they're not on the same page. Can I ask, is the critic higher or lower than the user score? There's no user score yet. Okay. Then I'm going to say that the critic score... is 78. So you think it's a good movie? I think the critics think it's a good movie. Okay. And I think the users will rip it apart. Okay, so from... What I've heard, um, the score is a 39%. Okay, so maybe it goes the other way. That's what I was wondering. Yes. That is what I. some people told me is that, oh, critics are bombing it, but people who have seen it have said it's good. So, we'll see. Uh, Nintendo has announced that Wii U and 3DS players will no longer be able to purchase games on the eShop after March 2023. A lot of people not not fans of that. I don't know why. I I get why and I and I don't get why. So I get why just because it's people that still have that stuff and would like to be able to buy things on there or whatever. Makes sense. I don't get why they they are so up in arms about it because that is another service that Nintendo would have to like continue to support and maintain and whatever when it's like. They so, want to just turn it off so they can turn other stuff on and move on. No one bought the Wii U. 
And it's more the, I think a lot of people are more for the 3DS one because you can't buy the physical game. So that's I guess, but the 3DS is like getting I, old, getting long in the tooth. I don't disagree with you. I oh, don't yeah, think yeah. they have a, a leg to stand on. And the Switch Lite is not expensive. I just think it's funny when it comes to like people not looking at business decisions that you don't want to just keep services on forever because then you are having to hire people. I think, yeah. I'm all for more people having more jobs, but you have to hire somebody to literally go, hey, you're the 3DS store guy. S- sorry about your luck. We're never going to put any new features in. You're not allowed to put any new features in. You just need to make sure it doesn't crash. Yeah, Frank in the closet. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> or what's Frank in Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's oh. an even crazier one. Microsoft has announced that it will stop supporting Xbox Live services via its Windows phone on May 16, 2022. I I can't even react to that statement because there's only one person I've ever known to own a Windows phone. Same, same. Same person. Probably, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I still have that person's glasses as my... Yep. Uh... I'm surprised they were still supporting it too. I'm uh, surprised that that OS was still being supported. Yeah. The Halo TV show is already renewed for a second season, as already mentioned. Disgusting. Metal Slug Tactics developer uh, Leakier Studio acquired by Focus Home Interactive. Okay. Platinum Games is open to acquisition if it can retain its independence. That's. I know what they mean, but that's just a really funny sentence. Yeah. I am also open to being married if I can retain my independence. There you go. Best if of you both know, worlds. You know. <laughs> Micron has killed its crucial ballistics memory brand. Oh man. I gotta set I gotta set that in my computer. I don't have it in my current computer. I think it's in that one though. Do you want to know why they killed it? Copyright. No, um, their DDR5 uh, memory chips are not good. So they, they the fastest they can go is like 4,800, I believe. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. And like the going enthusiast speed is 6,000. So yeah. they just said, ah, we're going to step, we're going to, we're going to. Turns out we're not good at this. Yeah. We're going to be this generation. We're going to fly under the radar. I like the, uh, I was trying to think of it, like, not from just a bad reason. I was trying to think of, like, something weird. I think copyright would have been funny. I don't even know yeah. how they would have failed copyright, but it just would have been hysterical. Yeah. That a ram, that a ram stick was like, oh, no, ballistics is actually claimed by. <laughs> <laughs> They'll bring it back eventually, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. It'll be, like, uh, ballistics, but with, like, two X's. Yeah. Embracer Group has 216 games in development across its studios, 25 of those with a triple-A budget. Hey, Ubisoft, that's how you do it. You do that, and then you see what they didn't do? Talk about a single fucking one of them. Exactly. (laughs) They just said, hey, we got games. Updating games is hot in the streets this week. Here's a few bigger ones. Cyberpunk 2077's next-gen update was released. No Man's Sky is getting yet another update, this one called Sentinel, and will be focused on combat. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic released their Legacy of the Sith cinematic. 
And Patch. And Patch, yes. Um, There was a whole slew of other ones as well. Did you watch the cinematic? I did. It's pretty good cinematic. Yeah. They have the same problem that like... Every MMO does? Yes. Really pretty pictures and cinematics? Yep. Really mid-level gameplay graphics? Yep. Which is saying something. WoW, WoW and Lost Ark have decent in-game graphics. Lost Ark does not have the cutscenes WoW does. And not necessarily cutscenes, like full cinematic trailers. Because when WoW uses their in-engine trailers, sometimes that shit's creepy. Yeah. Because it's not, like, correct. Mm-hmm. But when they do... When Blizzard puts its full weight behind, we're going to do a feature premiere thing. You're like, oh, okay. This is why you guys should just make your actual movies animated, not live action, you weirdos. For sure. All right, got some rumor mill items. Um, Ooh. Might might make Nate a little spicy. We're doing a rumor section. I didn't even read these. Dead Island 2. Yeah, I forgot that existed. Is in, quote, decent state. Oh, God, I forgot they were making it. And could release this year. If that... Who makes that? I don't know which one, because there were they didn't they split or something? Yeah. Put it this way. If that does not go to Game Pass Day 1, it will die. There you go. And that is true for whenever it comes out. This year, next year, five years from now. Uh, there's a GoldenEye 007 remaster on the way for Xbox and PlayStation. Now that is intriguing for one reason and one reason only. For, for What the fuck am I saying? That's multiple reasons, actually. That's intriguing. What control scheme do they use? Do they go to a modern style shooter? Or do they keep it with old, like, golden eye terribleness? Mm-hmm. Do they remake or remaster? Uh, it it said remaster, but um, but I but a remake I, would be sexy. See, I don't think I don't Just, get the allure. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm with you, but only because they're already making a, a, a new James Bond game. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of a remake only because a remaster on those shitty polygons is just going to be shinier, shitty polygons. Yeah. If anything of the remasters of like GTA and other things are to tell you that the remasters don't necessarily always do enough to justify themselves Mm -hmm. where you could have just made it emulated on Xbox and PlayStation and with its own little upresing, everybody would have been like, Ooh, yay. Yeah. And finally, Dragon Age 4 development is apparently proceeding well. And the game is on track to be released in 18 months. According to rumors circulating all next year. Yes. That put well. Yes, that's fall next year. 18 months is technically August, but you're not releasing you're not releasing that in August. Yeah. That one, I believe, out of the most out of all of them, except for the part where they say it's going well. Because I don't believe that. Yeah. I believe it's probably on track to come out in 18 months. I don't believe that it's good. <laughs> I think that's where that's the correct place to be. Because do they want it released in 18 months? Yep. Yes. 100%. 
Should it be released in 18 months? Nope. No. This is a game that was apparently rebooted. Multiple times. They had engine issues, which are evidence of the last three games Bioware's made. They don't know how to use the engine. Yeah. So so there's just... It's one of those... Yes, the EA definitely wants it out in 18 months because you can't release Anthem at the beginning of next year, the 2.0 update that you're not telling everybody that I'm calling right now and go, yeah, we fixed it. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd lose my mind. It begs the question, too. Like, I mean, that would be, that would make sense based on what we were talking about earlier with the Old Republic expansion. Like there was the yeah they did the combat operate in the end game. Oh, stuff, you mean like just the amount? Of there's content. just not a lot of content. Yeah. So Austin also has Anthem, or yeah. was given Anthem. Although Anthem apparently, for all intents and purposes, looks dead to us. Yeah, because they did define it as dead. They they like they put out that uh, roadmap like your one plan or whatever. Yeah, and two months into it, said actually get rid of the roadmap. Yeah. We're, we're sorry we're done so but i think we both like that for comeback game of the year at some point because it had what it needed mm-hmm. it but it what it didn't have was time yeah and out of the three bioware I, studios austin's, austin's the babe the best the best right now and i don't mean it didn't have time at release to like people that recognize it i mean it needed more time of development Mm-hmm. to actually do what they wanted to do like if if we were game executives and they showed us that as their like proof of concept what what, what they launched as yeah yeah i'd be like yes yeah i'm like okay you guys have something do not mess this up yeah and if you do mess it up we're not starting the next project until this thing is solid yeah that, like that, I would have put multiple. They did what two weekends of like playtesting, kind of. Mm-hmm. I would have slammed multiple playtestings of, of for like weekends of playtesting, of like we're looking specifically at this, like hey, this week, coming in test, everybody. I think it was level thirty was the cap for ja- for um, javelins, right? Something like that. They were called javelins. They were. I remember that game that I played for a month. Um, and I did play it for a full month. I did beat it, and I did have three max level javelins. Jeez, you played it more than I did. Yeah. Well, I was playing it with um, Eric at the time. I, was, I had a solo one, and then I was playing with him as well. But I would have been like, hey, this weekend, everybody has a level 30 javelin. Like, go to, here's this little vendor. Buy whatever you need. We need you guys to run out. And we're looking at testing like drop levels and seeing that like we need to know where things are falling because we need to. And then what what do you think? What do you see as issues? So when they're seeing those loading screen issues with the flying, Mm -hmm. it's like that is a massive issue. We need to fix that immediately. Like that can't go live. Yeah. There, There are just a lot of things that like fundamentally needed work. Yeah, I mean that's the I've I've said it before on the podcast, but like that is the single game that's like in my mind squandered the most potential. 
that that is the game where your ceiling to me your ceiling is so high yeah but your execution was so, so bad. low <laughs> so bad so like if they do genuinely like drop it and never touch it again i'd be like that's wild that's so crazy <laughs> but whatever yeah i mean listen they do it they do it but mm-hmm. i i think you're sitting on a on a on a potentially decent gold mine especially based on what you've shown with 2042 what you've shown with other like ea is just begging for a game like that and not being able to deliver themselves yeah but anyway that that goes back to you and i can fix any studio we want from the outside yeah we can tell you everything you need to do it's just do you give them enough time to do it? That'd be almost like a get Vince involved situation. Just because of yeah. like the whole Titanfall and like Yeah, think, be like you guys know Max. Yeah. What, what did did we miss anything with combat wise? And it's like I don't even think you really missed anything with combat wise. No. Other than just like bugs, failed features, no end game content. Yeah, the the and the the loading stuff was like the most offensive thing. Yeah. Yeah. From what I remember. No endgame killed though. They needed to have launched with some type of not No endgame like and the loot the loot table and the loot drops the, and all that. The was loot a big table and problem. drops were terrible because they those were also swapped from like the last play test before release. They yep. swapped stuff around and it was like, oh god. Then yeah, And there was just no variety. Yeah. There needed to be an endgame of like not necessarily a raid. Like, a raid could have come eventually. But, like, dungeons or what, um, what like, rifts are in Diablo of just go in, kill things until your bar reaches 100%. We'll spawn a boss. You kill the boss. You get loot. You get to leave. All while building up to, like, doing hard mode instances, you know, hard mode missions and everything else. And then we'll push you towards, like, Hey, gear up to get to this new content when the, like a raid drops. You go mm-hmm. in there with uh, team of three or whatever it was, team of four. I think you get up to go in there, do this coordinated effort thing. Like, yeah, you could have those challenge things. You could do it, but it's just the possibilities have... were endless too. With the fact that there'd be flight, because you could do like it you wouldn't have s- to be you a do... traditional horizontal. You could do you could do a, a vertical sick... like. Yeah, it's... yeah. You you immediately go into the idea where you're. You no could longer... go underwater too. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, you you essentially remove the entire idea of well, I'm left on one plane for this battle. It's like, yeah. no man, put somebody, put you having to fight somebody else in a rogue javelin. Good luck. Yeah, fuck, you could have races. Yeah. Everybody getting that Strider one or whatever, the little mm-hmm. sleek one. Mm-hmm. Just put time gates up and go. You done fucked up, Bioware, Ubisoft. It sucks, man. Cause they get had, your shit together. They st- and they still got something if they ever go back to it. But I just that one sucked. Yeah. Life. Anyway, uh, speed run seven days. What you been up to? What you looking forward to? Uh, I have been more, up to I think nothing. It's more pertinent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I did finish my Alexander book finally, uh, which was crazy. Dude's crazy. Obviously. Well, it's Alexander, so. Um, 
I uh, got nothing going on. Watching an anime. Uh, gonna try to play some Horizon Forbidden West this weekend. Got to do a little, little babysitting of my baby tomorrow. At least not somebody else's baby. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And then uh, hopefully maybe Saturday night, Sunday, I can. It is. Can it's a pretty game. Get my get my grummy tentacle fingers on Aloy. Whoa. Awkward. I mean, at least she's older in this game for you to say that joke. Was she young in the first one? I mean, she was a baby at one point in the first one. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, That's all I'm saying. I, uh, just Gotta make it weird. Yeah, I'm the one making it weird. I say tentacle fingers. You say baby. Gotta make it weird. Gotta make it weird. It, it's a beautiful game. Rub it in. You and Dewey just rubbing it in. Oh, got to play. Oh, sucks to have a life, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part is when I don't say anything to him, but I know that he's just like. You did that. It's a pretty game. And you had that smug look on your face. Like. <laughs> now it's time for the smug face. Exactly. I, uh. Well, it f- it fits into what I've been playing, Matt. That's okay, why right, I say yeah. it. Ooh, obviously, uh, I'm probably what I say six hours in. I think like five or six hours mm-hmm. in. It, I'd have to double check my save file because I don't know if it counts just in game or or what. Yeah, or if it even counts time. Maybe it counts only percent. I haven't looked at like an actual file uh, save file to see what it says. If it's percent, I'm going to lose my mind because there is so much to like collect and do that i'm like i just nope <laughs> interesting uh or i guess not really so much to collect like the same amount to collect as before but there's just the map it looks massive so immediately in my head i'm like yeah there's no way i'd hit 100 percent on that mm. nope i'm not going and clearing out every single tiny little bandit camp on the way uh but it feels like horizon which is all yep same thing we said you know going back it's horizon but more Mm-hmm. More for, uh, varied combat, quick like uh, everything's quicker. Playing it on the PS5 is night and day difference between the two, uh, with low times and smoothness and everything. So it's like, yep, give me that same combat. And the only thing that's the hardest part for me is trying to relearn how to shoot with a controller. Yeah, so I'm like, yep, and I pull back with the left trigger. And then my right thumb just panics. How's the um, haptics? Interesting. Mm. The vibration itself of like the whole controller, I haven't noticed anything too crazy with. But I have noticed trigger differences. Yeah. There was one... I don't remember if it was like a, a scripted shot. Or if I was shooting something different. But I... A hundred percent felt the weighted trigger, mm-hmm. like a full hard pull, and I was like, "That is awesome!" I can't remember what the heck it was though. Hmm. So yeah, there are they do weight the trigger sometimes, so it's like that was awesome to see. Yeah, now I really don't remember what it was because it was a, a weighted right trigger, which wouldn't be the dr- the bow is left trigger to pull. So I don't even know what that was. It's in the be. I think it's in the beginning. If it's a scripted thing, so you'll come across it and know what I meant. But. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, a lot of uh, run around, explore things, shoot things, fight things, talk to people, kissing babies, signing things, you know. Oh, yeah. You're the savior of Meridian. What do you want? You know? Yeah. You gotta do those things when you stop a giant invasion of machines. Hey, hey. I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Aloy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I do I do appreciate the tone she has this game. Is it more sassiness? It's it's a mix of more sass with also just over it. <laughs> That's great. Like you know how everybody in there is kind of it's it's old or not old. Well, it's the tribal base, so it's like a lot of either like religious or sun based, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she's like, "Oh my god, shut up!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do I got to go from here? Well, it's like it, like that, but there's a there's a side mission where you go to a guy that's trying to have a vision. And he's just been trying to have this vision for days. And he's starved, dehydrated. He's going to kill himself, essentially, trying to do this. And she's like, you need medical attention. <laughs> <laughs> like, the vision's not coming. You need to go see a doctor. And I'm like, yeah, she's done with these people. <laughs> There's She makes some offhanded comment at some point about, like, uh, you're not the most... Or, what is up with all the priests, the priests and priestesses that I meet that just believe that you can pray everything away or something like that? And I'm like, <laughs> she said the thing. So there's, there's just a lot of uh, just, yeah, sass and her just being over it. Like, oh, my God. No, because now it, she, like, knows what she needs to do type of thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, uh, you know, may the sun, whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> There's no God. It's not this. It's like, <laughs> she's just like over it. So yeah, it's interesting. Fantastic. But uh, it's that and then new WoW patch next week. So vroom, vroom, go, go. We'll get into the WoW coverage. It's going to be rough. Maybe. Maybe. Are maybe they'll double F. Maybe they'll knock it out of the park. Who? Blizzard? Yeah. Oh, I don't think the patch will be bad. Oh. I think the patch will be fine. The patch will actually probably be exciting because it won't be right right away exciting, but towards the, like, at the end of the first month, roughly, we'll be hitting double legendary plus set piece, and so we'll just be doing stupid, silly shit, and it'll be entertaining, mm-hmm. hopefully, to keep people playing. Yeah. Um. But new raid is in two weeks, so patch comes out. Farm, 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 get used to everything new, and then we raid. So it'll be, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Raiding with a new group, see how, for the, like, the first time, first time we all walk into a new raid, mm-hmm. or the first time I walk into a new raid with them, not, yeah. like, join them in the middle of one. So that'll be interesting to see how, uh, how that goes. And I'm so happy tier pieces are back. So, because shards of domination are horseshit and one of the and, and the worst system they've ever put in the game. I'm sure we will talk all about it when it happens. I'm sure we will. But until then, we will see you guys in seven days. Bye bye. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.